0: This us and Fur podcast is not for children. There's a hundred and. What do, you, what do you think about the robots that are taking over our jobs, Jaden? You know what? I think it's an absolute
1: travesty. Think of all the toll booth workers there used to be. Yeah. Now they're a dying breed. They're going extinct and no one's saying anything about them. Now, now the robots are running the toll booths.
0: Exactly. C3POs charging 50 cents a pop yeah I, that's I, how I, much tools cost now isn't it <laughs> no no well some places
1: but uh i just want to you know i want to commute in and out of new york city just i want to say so i say hi to someone on the way in but no i have to stop and be scanned by a robot
0: see i'm always worried because like you know that scene in like all every movie where like or every like crime show or whatever where they, they're about to cross the border uh and the 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 person at the toll booth is like <laughs> Like, what do you, what do you got in back? And they're like getting nervous.
1: <laughs> Bananas.
0: Yeah. When you're crossing the border from Connecticut to Massachusetts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And someone's like, what do you got in the back of your car? You know? Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, like, let me just take
0: a look, you know, it's just routine, you know, and they start yeah. sweating.
1: <laughs> Can you go ahead and pop your trunk for me? Okay. Um, there's just, I just got I just got groceries back there. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. sure.
0: Okay. They open it. Uh, There's a lot of cucumbers. I. d they're groceries. <laughs> they're groceries. Anyways, welcome to episode nineteen of Fairbrew Enthusiasm. Ooh. Almost all the way through season one. Almost all the way through season one, which is insane. Yeah. I never thought we would get this far. I thought, like, by episode two, we would like the joke would have run run its course. Yeah. Jokes and it up. might have. Mm-hmm. It very well could have. <laughs> but <laughs> we don't really have a lot of feedback. Uh, so we don't
1: have any feedback.
0: We've gotten some negative feedback.
1: <laughs> well, well, actually, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but haven't heard anything since then.
0: Nope. Now, after so, episode like three or four. Yeah.
1: We're on 19.
0: So we got we got two episodes today. One, uh, we, I have a lot to say about the other one. Not so much. Not so much. But that's okay.
1: Yeah, okay. I think that's the general theme for me as well. But uh, yeah. let's just talk about, actually to fluff out some time, let's talk about the general concept of the first segment.
0: Yeah. So the first segment is called Boyfriend from 27,000 B.C. Uh, or BCE if, if so you please um, oh yes yeah uh <laughs> but uh it's basically Phineas and Ferb decide to uh, melt a glacier which is already problematic <laughs> uh, <laughs> for their own pleasure for the yeah so they can free a caveman that's trapped inside of it
1: yeah um, And you know what? Maybe the caveman should have stayed there because who knows what disease he has.
0: Well, yeah, there's a lot of problems and we're going to get into all of the problems uh, because this show is dedicated to to tearing Phineas and Ferb a new asshole. (laughs) (laughs) The the podcast, yes. Um,
1: So we open up um, on a television program of like this guy talking about the lives of cavemen and he's you know they had a very developed he says they had a very developed language and then he starts running back and forth across the screen he's going basically
0: ooga booga yeah which is kind of racist towards neanderthals
1: it is it is and he's like that is how they could have said i love you or take out the trash
0: but like back then you didn't you didn't need to say i love you you just knew
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: you didn't say I love you. You just took out the trash. You just you would just touch the monolith, and then everything would become clear. <laughs> then he you throw a Then you throw a, a bone through, in the air, and your and eyes would blaze over. A, you throw a Hair. bone in the air, yeah. and it would turn into into a spaceship. spaceship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what you yeah.
1: let's see what you're yeah. doing. Um, but anyways, that so Phineas and Ferb after watching
0: this television program are like exactly what you said. You know, Ferb, I know what we're gonna do today. Well, first, first they get sandwiches. Yes. Uh they get they go to a place called Sandwich Town. Mm-hmm. Uh which is I you know I dream of of Sandwich Town. Like if I could you know the, my, my retirement comes uh, yeah, it comes uh, walking along that's where I'm going. Uh I can't find it on a map but <laughs> but once I do I'm going straight to Sandwich Town.
1: Sandwich Town. Do take me
0: to Sandwich Town that is that their uh national song i don't know it could be the, the, the national song of the town uh <laughs> it's it's, it's a hell of
1: a dad town dad, dad, dad. yeah um anyways uh it is a hell of a time so first they get sandwiches but then they're like uh, we're gonna go unfreeze a caveman uh by going to uh a glacier that, mind you, is within the tri-state area. Yeah, I was going to... It's behind the fucking city. You can see it behind <laughs> yeah. the skyline.
0: Yeah, it's it's very interesting. We're, we're still not quite clear on where the tri-state area is because now there is a glacier. And like yeah. the only part of the United States I, I could think of where there might be a glacier would be uh, Alaska. Yeah. Uh, but Alaska is not connected to any of the other states. So what could the tri-state area be?
1: exactly exactly and on top of that they go and there's all of these perfectly preserved animals there. organisms we've got dinosaurs yeah
0: aerodactyls a mammoth yeah that's it's really um kind of shameful that phineas and ferb would not uh would 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 not um uh and we're back uh i hope you all enjoyed that that break
1: okay yeah um my first thought though about the glacier is that i find it so ridiculous that if there are these perfectly preserved organisms that scientists would not have come through already
0: that's what i was gonna say all right there you go before my brain just short circuited. just shut off it's it's all those robots you know they're taking our jobs uh yeah i I can't start wearing tinfoil on our heads but uh, yeah, like Candace. Anyways, speaking of Candace, uh, <laughs> that's my segue. Costume party. Candace, Candace is going to a costume party, and she asks Jeremy what, what he wants to do. And Jeremy, uh, in this episode, takes the form of a teddy bear with a picture of Jeremy taped to it. It's unclear whether this is the same picture that she had framed in a previous episode. Uh <laughs> or if she just says multiple pictures of jeremy uh okay. which either either option is probably the latter. very feasible yeah. probably the latter yeah um so yeah uh and then she uh she gets a call from the real jeremy uh who says he's gone as a caveman and uh candace is like oh perfect i'll dress up as a caveman too because she just has a caveman costume okay woman Cave, so, oh, sorry, patriarchy. She did. Well, right no,
1: no, no, no. I see. I, the only reason to make a joke about it is because she put so much emphasis on it. Cave woman.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You remember the Geico commercials, with the cave yes. woman? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Which is where we get the confused Uga Buga
0: meme template from? Is it? I don't. I've never heard of that meme. I don't know that one. I think of Uga Buga. I think of Eustace Eustace Bags from Kersey the Cowardly Dog. Oh my gosh. Wait, but he puts on the mask and he goes "Uga buga buga."
1: Z, that's our that's our template. Our our, our template. Our, our template our thumbnail for this episode is as this bags that or confused "Uga Booga. Okay, um, but um, yeah, so Candace, uh she starts ripping out you know articles of clothing from this gigantic chest she has. Yeah, um, in search of this um, caveman costume, cavewoman cave woman thank you thank you uh, hey you, you started defense, it. she said jeremy's going into caveman i'll go as a cave woman but anyways um gender is a social construct phineas and ferb dropped the ball here
0: um yeah. cutting over to perry though oh hold on there- i have another note oh shit. okay uh so they run into lindana and lawrence uh before they go on their expedition. Yes,
1: they do, in the garage, you're right. Yes, in
0: the garage. And uh, do you remember what they're going to go see? Yes, they're going to a botanical garden of
1: historically relevant, wait, what are they
0: doing? You got it, historically relevant botanical gardens. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's not antiquing. So there's a little variety here. Yeah, yeah. Change it up a little bit. They're living on the fucking edge.
1: You need to add a little spice. (laughs)
0: Add a little little paprika to this uh, roast shit pie. Paprika! Um, Have you ever seen that movie, Paprika? Did you say roast shit pie? (laughs) I did. (laughs) 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 Oh,
1: man, I... Whew, went straight through my head no um yes actually i have seen paprika you know how because i've seen <laughs> inception
0: oh okay okay if you're gonna be like that I, personally i think paprika is the better movie but
1: well no no no. that's what i was like i i've seen the 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 what i would call the american knockoff but um no i haven't actually seen
0: the the movie it's a good one i recommend it to anyone listening paprika directed by satoshi khan he only did like four movies and one TV show, which is actually a lot. Um, yeah, but it's, it's everything he's done is amazing. Like he is not have a single weak piece of work in his in his um uh, his uh, oeuvre. Is that the word? <laughs> what am I thinking? His portfolio, canon. His I don't know. Oh, his canon. Yeah. His- his, yeah, it's his his, uh, his his work, his portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. What is so, an oeuvre? I said it, but I don't know what it means. First time I've heard that. I'm going to look it up.
1: I could be exposed by my intellect.
0: Uh I don't know how to spell it, though. Okay, here we go. Oh
1: ooh, ooh, <laughs> uh,
0: Yes, yes. A substantial body of work. I used it correctly. Look oh, oeuvre. That. Really? I think I'm, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but I used it correctly. So Is there
1: the speech thing?
0: Is Like, pressed to hear? Oh I already clicked t- clicked out of that tab look we're, oh, sh- we're yeah. this is a Phineas and Ferb podcast. We can't spend time talking about that etymology of words and we're supposed to talk about Phineas and verb. yeah we're supposed to talk about Phineas and, and the verb. Uh, well, that doesn't make sense. Why not? It's a Phineas and it's called Ferb your enthusiasm unless we were talking about curb your enthusiasm which we could give um, a point there though moving on Perry.
1: Yes. Uh most interesting use uh most interesting method of of uh making it to his secret hideout this time. He backs up into a gutter and, you know, I have to assume that he walked backwards all the way up the gutter that is very small and tight.
0: You can see his body in it. He's got wet feet, you know, that'll help with the traction.
1: That's true. That's true, but he's got a fat ass apparently cuz like you see <laughs> the way that It's like Ferb.
0: That, fur. <laughs> that g- <laughs>
1: runs in the family. Um they're both green, you know. Uh, sure, but, but probably not
0: blood-related. Probably not.
1: Um, so Harry gets to the roof of the house. Harry? Did you say Harry? No, I said Perry. Oh, I said you said Harry. No, Perry gets to the roof of the house and he Herald. throws on a magpie costume like the bird. Yeah. And This he... is the second
0: episode that magpies have shown up in too, which is weird. Yeah, I, I don't think they're coming in the US. I thought they were like more of an Australian thing. Magpies? Yeah. I don't know. Because like
1: who knows where the tri state area is though, so really it could be anywhere. Um, but um Perry climbs aboard, um Phone a, line. Power, a power yep, phone line, power cord, whatever the fuck it is, makes his way to the telephone pole, opens up the telephone, you know, maintenance box, hops in, closes it, and bam, he's in the secret hideaway um secret lair and uh apparently it's been a ruse because he shows up and major monograms like <laughs> hey carl <laughs> he bought it
0: and... Yeah, Can we, like major monogram i never realized this until like watching back through the series such an asshole a prick yeah he's such a terrible person like he's just constantly being so mean to perry not that i mean perry kind of deserves it like everyone on this show deserves some sort of uh punishment but yeah for ferb yeah i i would say Ferb. well don't forget ferb is like can't you know stole a dead body in one episode
1: chaotic neutral um continue
0: yeah, chaotic neutral yep Chaotic. <laughs> chaotic neutral. okay uh so uh stacy is having a costume party in the middle of summer Mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me i don't it's a weird time to um, have a costume party i don't know what the occasion is she's having it in the daytime too which yeah. is also weird like lame,
1: lame. loser
0: who was a day daytime party costume party in july yeah um
1: it's inexcusable if you ask me uh um, yeah what's the point everyone's gonna be hot and sticky especially if you're in the actual tri-state area it's gonna be humid who yeah. wants to wear a robot costume? I mean, one kid apparently, but then that didn't last long.
0: Yeah, well, I wanted to talk about the different costumes at this costume party. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Oh, okay. okay. Um. So, so Phineas and Ferg go to the glacier. Yeah. And uh, they see a pterodactyl. They see a mammoth. Here's my question: How did all of these animals freeze in the same glacier if they're like millions of years apart? <laughs>
1: exactly because the glacier is just moving around yeah you know slurping people up it's the it's the blob it's the giant blob
0: but over the course of like a mil- millions of years yeah yeah probably the, you
1: know what the uh, pterodactyl or some people call it the pterodactyl um it probably landed on the ground in front of a glacier and it was like oh god this glacier's coming oh shit oh fuck I can't get out of the way in time and do you know how glaciers
0: work jaden yes yes bear with me bear
1: with (laughs) me uh the pterodactyl was like oh no i'm gonna get run over by this glacier there's nothing i can do and about six years later it finally reached its foot and the pterodactyl was like oh god it's gonna i'm it's gonna get me and then it just continued moving forward and the you know relative air and stuff you know continued chilling it kept getting colder the ice age you know took over the pterodactyl and bam he's in the glacier
0: See, so you said yes hold on as if you were going to like you rectify the fact that you have no idea how glacier works. oh i never said it was
1: going to be scientifically accurate i was going <laughs> along with a gag oh
0: okay okay well just so you know glaciers don't work like that
1: <laughs> yes i know i know they open their mouths and then they
0: eat their prey okay um i gotta uh, give
1: i gotta give the viewers something <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I'll give him something. Prince is a trans man. I, I, I keep saying it, and there's more and more evidence every episode. This episode, he starts complaining about how he's turning into his mother. That's true. That sounds, sounds pretty. Sounds like typical uh, dysphoria ha, to me. I felt that sounds like the start to "Feel Good" ink by Gorillaz. <laughs> oh, what? Have you ever heard that song?
1: You know, I have, I have, uh, and ha, I hear. Ha, 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 ha um yeah so so do this episode first off you know for context of what he's doing he does not like people who wear sandwich costumes to promote sandwich stores uh except he's okay with people who wear tacos um yeah, well
0: why wouldn't you be exactly of course it's a completely um, different thing
1: this is actually one of the plans
0: that i most wholeheartedly agree with yeah to remove well, all those costumes because the taco is not a sandwich uh exactly. There's never, you know, there's often debate like, oh, is a hot dog a sandwich? But nobody has ever said it's a, ta- a taco sandwich. Yeah, because there's no not-
1: debate. It's just not. No. Just like the hot dog is in a sandwich. So Doof wants to... <laughs> Doof wants to suck up with this gigantic big head of his. Um, all the... Uh, all. There was a better joke about Vanessa later, but... Um, Doof wants to suck up all these sandwich costumes with this gigantic machine that looks like his head. And um,
0: basically removing people's clothes with his mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, except
1: for his what would, what did he what did he say? They're not their under
0: I don't know. Did he say something like that? Yeah, <laughs> I know. he's under. like leaving
1: them only with the randarus or something like that. Um but anyways, um he goes to take off in the machine and it's uh, he's like nothing will stop me, and the machine's on empty. Well, um, you're
0: you're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. Oh jeez, okay, I'm sorry. We'll get back to that. Right well, we could talk about it. Now. Never. No, really. no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. I'm jumping ahead. No, no. I insist.
1: No, 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 It's okay. It's fine.
0: No, I, I, I insist. This is my podcast. I fucking insist.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Okay, so uh Phineas and Philip. So it goes or... to Philip. The... <laughs> No, let's cut them, let's cut them. Finish each other's s- sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. Uh so they uh they they're about to unfreeze the caveman and Phineas goes, think of all the practical applications a caveman could have in the world. Then they spend a few minutes trying to think of something. And Phineas goes, Aside from politics, I can't think of anything. Uh which Damn. you know. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Phineas and Ferb. Not a big fan of political humor. But I gotta say, when he combined the two, I'm still not a fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Credit where credit is due. I think that's one of like five jokes so far that was I mean, actually like pretty. He's not good. wrong
0: it's 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 a lot like that line in that previous episode i i have when a british lady goes i have teeth not to brush exactly like, like you're that's not that's wrong like observation it's it's the social commentary is not not off yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i've got teeth not to brush <laughs> i've got to go but yeah so uh they unfreeze the caveman and lo and behold that motherfucker does not say ooga booga no
0: He starts speaking English. Me cronk. He goes, me conk. And he tries to eat a carburetor. Uh, I guess it's food for cavemen. I don't know. Yeah, we also like always
1: picture cavemen with incredibly low intelligence.
0: Yeah. But the fact that he's just speaking, I mean, it's kind of broken English, but it's, it's not terrible.
1: It's not terrible. But at the same time, also, like as an individual... I feel like being woken up from ice, surrounded by this new world. I think the last thing you would do is look at a you know what appears to be not meat, and you know go hungry and just start chowing down on something metallic. Mind you, he'd lose all of his fucking teeth. But two, you... I would cower in a corner. What the fuck is all this shit around? No, But me?
0: that's how cavemen found out whether you, if something was edible or not. You just put it in your, in your mouth. <laughs> They didn't touch the monolith yet. They didn't know.
1: That's true. That's true. We, uh, yeah, we found out which mushrooms were edible somehow.
0: Yeah. Berries even too. Exactly. Um, So then at some point, I think it's Candace says, uh, I know how men are about their meat. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the exact context, but I have that line written down.
1: Candace. Okay. So um, Conk was hungry. And Phineas was like, I'll go get you food, but and he goes to the kitchen where Candace is making a bunch of sandwiches. Right, right, right. And Phineas is like, Hey, do you think I could get an extra sandwich? And Candace says, Sure, I think I could guess I spare one and I know how men are about their meat. And then she like hands she hands Phineas a sandwich that is literally just like mustard and something green, and that's it.
0: What you don't like mustard and green sandwiches, Jordan?
1: No, cause like fuck that. Where's the orange? Where's the yellow? Where's all the other colors?
0: What do you mean? Where's the yellow? The fucking what mustard. What do you mean? What do you mean? Where's the yellow? You said it's a mustard green sandwich. Oh fuck me. Yeah, you idiot. What are you talking about? Where's the yellow in the It's all I, this is I mustard.
1: I said oh uh, fuck. <laughs> I've really stepped in it this time, haven't I?
0: You really stepped in it this time, and I'm not talking about the 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 piano from Big. <laughs> no, I'm talking oh, about. Oh jeez.
1: No, I was I was uh, I was thinking mayonnaise originally, and then I was like, oh, but where's the cheese? And oh, fuck. Okay.
0: Where's the beef? Oh! Where's the beef?
1: <laughs> Where Remember is this that? meat? she's so like. Opinionated about, I know men and their meat. Okay, what the fuck? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. You know how men are about their meat. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
1: I know. Um, so now, so anyways, can,
0: now we can talk about Vanessa. Yes. <laughs> after all that. Yeah.
1: yeah, after, after all men and their meat. Um, so Vanessa, like, Vanessa doesn't even show up in the episode, but apparently she's taken this vehicle out to drive and doofus is like, you know, um, you know, how many <laughs> she uh, he, the line? I can't remember exactly, but it's something along the lines of how many times have I told her to fill it up when she takes out the big head? And it's just... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I am I'm I should have made my own comedy special and called it Inside because I've been inside for a year and <laughs> I'll laugh at anything now that I think is a mild innuendo. Uh, yeah. Which it definitely isn't, but like, my God, question, I need help.
0: My question is just, well, why did Vanessa take out the big head for a ride? Like, is this the only transportation that they own? Yeah, right. Exactly. Because like, <laughs> she own a, a dad motorcycle, dad. doesn't she? Yeah, she does.
1: Yeah. So yeah, why, why She needed... was
0: constantly wearing the biker, like, leather jacket. Yeah. So why does she need a doofus shirt shaped vehicle to drive yeah. around? Wouldn't exactly. she, like, hate that? Yeah, because she, she's embarrassed of her dad. Oh, yeah. Also, it, apparently, like, to fill up the tank, it's $800. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's a lot of... That's a which, lot of gas That's, lot. like, almost as much as in real life.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's okay because it was 800 and zero cents. It was even... So yeah, it was so it's right easier for
0: him to balance, balance his, checkbook. his checkbook. Yeah. Which uh, begs the question, who are you writing a check to? Because you're filling... It. What? No. But you're filling it up at your own building. Like you're the probably the one supplying the guests for this, right? That's true. That's true.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah, just filling up the checkbook or balancing the checkbook, yeah. actually. So uh,
0: Perry makes his great escape uh, once again, breaking m- multiple holes in the walls of David Prince's building, what is uh, that? which is just you know property damage. Like there's no, you're not, you're not doing anything for the greater good here no. you're just no. there was like a passage that would like open up you could have just gone through that but instead you decide to freaking uh, you know go go through the the wall yeah
1: it's very Jerk. weird yeah but i mean look can we be surprised at this point well, we can be but are no. we we can be but i'm not because i knew that perry left his manners behind yeah long time ago
0: with his pants and shoes
1: and his gloves
0: and his gloves let us not forget Although, that this is a disney cartoon we actually do know we do know that he he does wear socks that look like yes his- he does socks <laughs> that look like his feet and then and then tube socks under those socks
1: <laughs> yeah what what a what an interestingly like naked creature walking around in just socks
0: yeah how come we never see perry's penis <laughs> Uh, maybe he was. You neutering. know what? That's
1: a great. Z, I'm happy you asked the tough questions, because someone has to.
0: He might have been neutered. It's entirely possible.
1: So they cut off his dick. What?
0: <laughs> That's, That's how it a... works, isn't it? No. Oh no, I need to. <laughs> I need to apologize to my cat. <laughs> no,
1: just cutting off the testes. Um. But then you know, uh,
0: what was I gonna say? Um testes sounds like a cute nickname for testicles but like and it kind of is but it's also like i think it's like the scientific name testes oh yeah for yeah, like multiple I... testicle yeah it I, i'm pretty sure it is but it sounds like ooh, my little testes <laughs> oh my testes <laughs> gonna cut off my testes <laughs> um oh that's
1: oh thank you okay i'm glad i
0: reminded you yes (laughs) crazy (laughs) frog Frog. crazy frog oh yeah if we can see crazy frog's dick bing bing we can see Perry's at some point i of course crazy frog in later appearances uh his penis was removed so yeah he was maybe it's entirely possible (laughs) that crazy frog is is trans also that's that's true that's true
1: bottom we don't know yeah yeah um but anyways back to the show
0: maybe she is (laughs) bing bing (laughs) (laughs) hey hey jaden i have a joke for you oh i'm so Uh, glad to see what's up what search engine what search engine does crazy frog use chrome no i think search engine i'm getting a call hold on (laughs) ask them ask them uh, I already hung up. Fuck! <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, what search engine does Crazy Frog use? Bing, bing.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Haha. Very <laughs> funny.
0: Oh, thank you. You don't have to applaud for me, Jaden. That's really kind. Don't worry, I won't. Um... <laughs> I'm getting the call again. Okay, I'm going to answer H- Hello? Hello? I have a question for you oh they hung up <laughs> okay <they knew. laughs> who <What> was that <laughs> it was just a spam call
1: oh man that's too bad oh man they're they're getting really real like yeah. i had one oh hey man this is jonathan uh and i was like oh hello do i know you and he just kept talking and i was like holy shit this this is a bot
0: um, oh really a pre-recorded message sure, yeah no he just wasn't socially awkward and like reading off of a piece of paper because I, I do that sometimes when I'm making calls.
1: That's a possibility. That's a, just like totally.
0: <laughs> um,
1: hey man, this is Jonathan. Thanks for answering. Oh, hi. What's up? I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Okay, Jonathan. If that even is your real name, you know what? Another instance of robots stealing jobs. Yeah. God damn. I want to be spam called by a real human.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask them if what the crazy frog's favorite search engine is. Yeah, I want to call
1: the customer service hotline for Snapple, and I want to know I'm gonna get a real person. Oh man. Anyways, did, did we try to do
0: that once? I feel like that's something that we did. Yes, I used to do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that like just brought back like some vague memories. Yeah, that, good times.
1: Um. But uh last key note that I have for this episode is that this oh, is actually I have a handful of nuts. Oh shit. Okay. Um well, well, say well, your note. Well my note is that this is the farthest we actually ever see Doof succeed
0: in one of his plans. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, he actually pretty much succeeds. He gets rid of the costumes. Yeah, and well, Perry one, like at least one, but yes. I think he has sort of two at least. Yeah. Um fucks yeah. him up.
1: Is his machine?
0: Yeah. One? Well, actually, you say that, but the last episode, or maybe it was a couple episodes ago, he uh, he he uh, set... I mean, the plan didn't work exactly as planned, but Perry, he, like, turned on the switch to his machine, and then Perry just turned it off, but, like, it already activated.
1: Oh, wait, 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 wait the one that shot the ray? Yeah. Well, see, what I'm saying is that the plan was still technically foiled. Like, it, like, okay, yeah. From start to finish, like, he actually completed the task. Yeah. Um, stripping someone of their sandwich costume leaving them only in their underoos and the guy was like great mother of mayonnaise um oh,
0: okay. which is you know what a great pun um
1: so really a pun, but... I-,
0: I wanted to talk about stacy's costume party
1: yes please okay because
0: so I, n- I noticed some interesting background characters mm-hmm. first of all there was a bidinkadink Mm-hmm. Uh, which you'll remember from the toy-making the toy making episode. Uh, they were these Oompa Loompa knockoffs uh, yeah. that were released into the wild. Uh, then there was also the guy from the Egyptian movie theater mm-hmm. who pressed the button to call for assistance because he didn't know anything. He's there. Yeah. And he's in his, his uh, uniform. And lastly, there are two gray aliens just dancing at the party. Yeah. Like, clearly, like, not human anatomy. They're <laughs> Just there. Yeah. Not, not addressed at all. So I thought that was interesting.
1: I think that's on Stacy for not being a watchful eye at the door. Yeah. Because they're just letting anyone in, as proven by this caveman.
0: They're letting, yeah. They're letting all the aliens in. Is that what you're saying, June? Oh, my
1: God. <laughs>
0: Nothing gets past you. Nothing... They, that's why they call me twenty Z2020 Vision. Because <laughs> I Z all. Uh, yeah. Especially the aliens. Especially the aliens. I'm watching X-Files right now. Quite enjoying <laughs> it. Um, I want to believe, and I do believe. So um, Lawrence and Lindana are in the car. Candace is calling. I'm telling them about Phineas and Ferb's plan, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lawrence throws some shade. Uh, he's like... Man, the the one thing active about Candace is her imagination. Or something Say like what that. you will about Candace,
1: but there's nothing primitive about her imagination. Yes,
0: that's it. And like, that would be a sick well, burn if not for the fact that Lawrence has seen multiple times like Phineas and Ferb have actually done this stuff.
1: That's actually a really good point. And yeah. said nothing about it.
0: So like, I don't know who you're trying to fool, Lawrence. Uh, but like this is this is it's not that far a stretch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because Lawrence even fucking drove, he even participated in one of the bus the he drove uh or the he sat in the passenger seat of the monster
0: truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Wow, where to really throw your see stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. <laughs> I don't care, she's my stepdaughter. Fuck her what <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think you just you just wrote the uh the first few lines of the next the next uh smash hit <laughs> oh man wow that was <laughs> you gotta think about your words jaden <laughs> yeah you know, uh... sticks and stones uh <laughs> Huh. But my last my last two notes. <laughs> um, my last two notes. Sure. So Barry Barry <laughs> uh, drives the car or something into the glacier and destroys it. Yeah. It just destroys yeah. millions of years of history.
1: The big head,
0: just like that. Yeah. Um. So that's that's shameful. And then uh, Phineas and Ferb just let the caveman loose into the world. <laughs> they just
1: again, what kind of diseases could this guy
0: possibly have? Yeah, he could have the bubonic plague,
1: or something worse.
0: You know? Yeah, he could he uh, could have uh, like the caveman equivalency to like strep throat.
1: Exactly, and who would want that? We might actually all be stuck with Ooga Booga, you know? Yeah, like that would be fucking the worst. But um let's talk about this incredible next episode where yeah, this I have, incredible
0: next episode that I have uh, yeah. let's see like eight notes about
1: yeah I have um, two and a half um, see I, men, I had, men, men, men. earlier I earlier I said three I had three notes but yeah. looking at it now I realize that I only have two notes but three bullet points oh wonderful yeah um but <laughs> uh so in this episode it's called voyage to the bottom of Beaufort
0: very upsetting um, name can yeah, I just say very upsetting. when names. I first read that I was like what happens in this I don't remember this when do they go to the bottom of Beaufort it's very misleading
1: yeah um and also Beaufort is a little bitch in this episode whoa um because first off what fucking moron would take their freshwater goldfish near the ocean?
0: Yes. Well, he okay, but in fairness, he does put him in the jar it, it, or in the the tank.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Fra- if we were following, like, uh, sure, but if he got out of the fishbowl... he like, does get that's out, the out the of the fish Episode. Bowl. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. There's no continuing there.
0: Yeah. Uh. So basically, the plot of this episode is Buford loses his fish in the ocean, his goldfish that he's known since birth, and so Phineas and Ferb build a submarine to uh to help find it uh-huh. uh, so first thing first off Buford, he's holding the fishbowl this fishbowl is way too small for this fish there's like nothing no no room to swim around in like it's it's like the size of like one of those bags that you like initially buy the fish in
1: yeah it's literally like you know one of those like shorter fat mason jars that you hold in your head, you know? yeah
0: yeah so you got to give it more room
1: you know yeah well, here's the thing that with goldfish, they grow to fit the size of their environment.
0: Yeah. So I remember really I, that, 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 cause I had that picture book where, uh, the kid just kept fish, feeding the fish until it's like the size of his house. what What did you ever read that? I think it was Dr. Seuss actually, or maybe no. like, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Dr. Seuss Maybe it was someone like someone related to Dr. Seuss it's a possibility, um, but yeah. Um,
1: Interesting episode. I mean, it's kind of like, a, I guess, a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea sort of vibe. Because That was,
0: yeah. Well, especially with, at the end, they fight a the giant squid. Squid, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, which actually um, is the
0: best part of the episode. But, yeah. But we'll get to that when we get to that. So, start us off. We're on the beach. So, Buford, yeah, Buford is crying. Buford yeah. cries a no, lot Buford in this episode. Buford is sweating from his eyes. Sorry, Buford is sweating from his eyes a yeah, lot in this myself. episode. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, we see a montage or not a montage. We see like a, a flashback of how he got the fish. This is the mm. weird thing. He it's one of those like test your strength things. That and hammer he, that gets yeah. the bell up, yeah. yeah. He hits it and he hits the lowest rung, which is a, a free fish. Like that's what you went. Yeah, the rung above that just says nothing. <laughs> exactly. So it's like so it says there is a shortcut. So this is the reason that if you do well at this game, you actually are are punished more than if you just don't even try. Yes. Um, As so so we see Buford is uh, so he gets the fish. He names him Biff after his mother. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, the bully bullies him. Yeah, bullies the bully. Uh, Threatens to
1: eat the goldfish. Yeah,
0: it's a vicious cycle. He threatens to eat the goldfish, like in that movie, like a Fish this, Called Wanda. Like got the goldfish, and then he's like, "Ah, oh. you just used that as this excuse to eat goldfish, didn't you?" No,
1: no, I was demonstrating. I'm not going to eat it. Okay.
0: Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, so Buford is starting to eat Buford's goldfish. What does he do, Buford? ties him to a clothesline he hangs him out to dry he hangs out to dry but here's my question where did this clothesline come from they're they're just standing in the middle of the street which is dangerous by the way uh but yeah they're just (laughs) he just pulls a clothesline out of nowhere
1: yeah just think a car could drive into it go x amount of feet and then be shot backwards as we see commonly in cartoons yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's a real
0: threat yeah it is because this is a cartoon yeah. Yeah. And there's a kid on that clothesline. Yeah. Yeah. And just because he's a bully doesn't mean he deserves to die. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's I'm halfway through my notes now. <laughs> oh, cool. No, yeah. I, actually, I haven't come to either of my notes yet. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so Buford says uh, he wasn't afraid of anybody, which I, I think Jeremy's little sister, Susie, would beg to differ
1: yes that's true
0: yeah um because you you, you shown that he true. is terrified of susie yeah
1: as anyone should be she's a fucking menace she's a little devil in disguise yeah um but um long story short phineas and ferb really don't like what they see like you know they're like this is more annoying than when he's actually trying to bully us um okay so this is actually a good point here though uh are you saying that men aren't allowed to express their emotions?
0: Yeah, right?
1: Is that an annoyance to you?
0: Well, he's not expressing it. He's sweating through his eyes. He's just uh, he's yeah.
1: sweating through his eyes. But let's say he were to be expressing his emotions. Let's say he were crying, but obviously he wasn't. He was sweating through his eyes, which is understandable. Um, have a nice day. But um, let's say he were crying. Phineas and Ferb found that to be annoying. This kid has a soul. He has a heart.
0: Yeah, it's a bully with a heart of gold.
1: Yeah, and a feverish desire for Baljeet's underpants. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Can I
1: he, say, very simplistic life. He really likes Baljeet's underpants. Long story short, you can't invalidate his feelings like that. I'm glad they followed it up by saying, we got to help him, we got to get our old Buford back. Uh, we'll find. We got to find Biff. But still, like, you know, don't invalidate. That's not cool. But um what's also not cool is that the second the second that um they say we're gonna help we're gonna help you, uh Buford, this is my one of two notes, Buford mm-hmm. says, Let Buford hug you. <laughs> <laughs> uh he tries to hug Phineas and Perb and they don't want it. Um So not only that. Toxic masculinity.
0: Exactly. Not only do they
1: invalidate his emotions, but they deny him physical affection. Yeah. Which is needed by a person in emotional distress.
0: I wonder if they hired an intimacy coach for this episode. Yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like it. Mm -hmm.
1: Because there should have been some, and there wasn't any. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anywho, they, uh, they, they get a submarine like that. And it's pretty quick, as Ferb even comments. Uh, This is pretty quick. Normally, it takes us an entire montage. Mm
0: -hmm. And it didn't. And it didn't. So Perry, uh, Perry, uh, at this time, once again, his base has changed locations. Mm -hmm. Um, And this time, it's fucking flooded. Because it's just, like, I don't even remember what specifically happened. Because this episode was not very memorable, but all I remember is that it was like a ton of water came into the base. Wait, really? Yeah. What?
1: I have no memory.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember what Doof Intermers plan was this time around. Doof actually didn't have a plan. Um,
1: so what happened was, and this is quite interesting. So there was a, a news, there was- Oh, new, yes. Five news. There was a, a kitten stuck in a tree. Oh, no. And it suddenly fell and all of a sudden was in the middle of the city. And Doof yeah. was there. He caught it in a plat, in a paper bag and saved the day. And Monogram was like, it seems that Doof is defecting to the good side. Bring him our standard welcome basket. Um, which is stupid. Uh, there were no chocolate covered no. pretzels in there
0: um or yogurt covered pretzels
1: exactly there was a really you know handsome looking baguette but there
0: was a bag yeah the baguette is a little weird I, I wouldn't think of that to to put that in like a gift basket
1: yeah that was also a burnt baguette yeah um, it was long looked great sure it tasted great too as all cartoon food does but um it was like i was a it was a dark baguette i it looked burnt to me um the dark side of the baguette <laughs> oh my gosh anyways um So Perry does. Perry goes and shows up to Doof's, uh, knocks
0: on the door. I noticed this time around, Doofenshmirtz lives in his own building. I never put that together. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, because it's like you don't usually live where you work, unless you work at home. But but he owns this entire complex, presumably because he has this big sign on the front. This is Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. Yeah, and he just lives there too. He has an apartment. Does he like let out other apartments? I was gonna say, uh, that
1: would be the smart business opportunity. And at the same time, like if you have the ability to live in your own building like this, why give yourself such a small apartment?
0: Yeah. But yeah, you're right there when you say that would be a good opportunity because you know, there's nothing more evil than a landlord. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And aren't the only one that can do political commentary. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. High five, brother. High five. God
1: damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, Doofenshmirtz actually really didn't mean to save the cat. Uh, he just tripped. And now he's scared that all these people are going to think that he's good, including his uh, evil fraternity. Omega, Omega, Omega. Um, <laughs> which
0: is a great name for a fraternity. <laughs> it
1: is. It is. And he's scared of losing his benefits, uh, which is valid you know like be, yeah. you know, health insurance stuff like that or whatever his benefits are which actually i really don't think it would be health insurance no
0: i was thinking <laughs> that like health insurance when
1: i hear benefits i immediately think of like work comp and stuff yeah like I,
0: don't, I don't think a fraternity would give you like dental insurance yeah who knows could you imagine wow that would be cool uh, I, maybe a, i'd join a frat then yeah yeah exactly
1: there. exactly
0: <laughs> uh free dental shit i'll be there at six so uh, back to Phineas and Ferb, they find the fish. Do you, do you remember how they find the fish? In a submarine. Well, not where they are. Oh, when they find oh, by sonar. Yeah, Ferb apparently can communicate with dolphins.
1: Oh yes, 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 yes. Which
0: is just something that's completely swept under the rug. Like they're like, oh yeah, Ferb can talk this to dolphins. Not,
1: this is also not the first time it was brought up. Is it? Yeah, it was mentioned. I'm pretty sure one other time, because like. There was a, definitely one other time in these past 18 episodes where Ferb made a dolphin noise because it wasn't as surprising to me this time. You know what I, what don't I mean? Where you had a feeling that. like you've seen something before. Or maybe, oh, maybe I've seen like a clip
0: of a later episode. I don't know. I don't remember this being like a recurring thing. Regardless, he can speak to dolphins. He can speak to dolphins. And he also has a picture of Biff the goldfish, which <laughs> I was wondering about. Like, it's a framed photo, I believe.
1: Yeah, but then Buford takes the photo and then curls it up and oh, puts so it, it wasn't in framed. A bowl of water.
0: Yeah, he curls it <laughs> and puts it in the bowl. Buford um, hug <laughs> like you. Could yeah, so I only have one note left. Uh, so I think we're gonna wrap this up soon. Sure. I also have one note. Well, actually, almost an hour. Well, we started a little bit on the later. Like oh, that's true. Sure. Yeah, that's true. It's okay.
1: Unremarkable um, episode.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but you say unremarkable. I will say there's a montage where Buford thinks back on all of the memories of him and his fish. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I did sweat a little from my eyes. Uh, it, it, uh, it was kind of hot in my room. Yeah. Kind of humid. Yeah. There's a this there's a, there's a sweat, heat wave. little bit of sweat just rolled down out of my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, okay. I'm glad that you can admit that. Um, I'm not admitting anything. I'm just stating facts. there's, uh-huh. there's No emotion attached to it at all. Just, just uh, was that, your final note? that was my final
1: note. Okay, well, I'll do you one better. I've got a final note. <laughs> okay. My, it, it, my it, it, second of two notes of this entire episode. <laughs> that fucking goldfish biff is dead. There's no fucking way, no <laughs> way it would be alive by this like shipwrecked, mind you because also the second that motherfucker touched the salt water this freshwater goldfish that the the salt in that water started entering his gills and dissolving him from the inside out that fish is dying a horrible fucking death he is like like burning alive in the water but no it's fine biff's okay
0: Maybe he's, uh, he's ambidextrous, but for like whatever the fish equivalence is. <laughs> <Like>.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, Biff's dead. And, uh, yeah, so but- are all the characters. They're actually just running out of oxygen in the uh, submarine and they're hallucinating that they actually found the goldfish. Um, yep. also Buford fights, uh, a squid, a giant
0: squid. It's That's... not really a fight as much as it is. He bops it on the nose, and it falls back. Was it on the nose or in the eye? Or no, it was like it's kind of in the square in the middle of the face. They don't actually oh, have God. noses. Buford, uh, but... should.
1: Buford should have punched him in the eyes.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, that that concludes the second episode, and I guess that concludes the podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening for episode nineteen. Can you believe it? Woo! Yeah. Lucky number nineteen. Holy 19. shit. Nineteen. Yeah. you can find us pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts uh you can find us on youtube just look up for your enthusiasm or Z dc you should find us pretty quickly please subscribe leave a like a comment uh leave a rating on the app store uh, not, not in the app store uh wherever you you could rate podcasts.
1: i mean you could please like go to like go yeah. to some random app and just like give us a review yeah just give us a shout out um, yeah on the tiktok on the tiktok app when you leave a review just start talking about Ferb Your Enthusiasm. In
0: fact, I'm going to do that
1: myself today.
0: Go ahead. Do it, please. Yeah. We could we could use the publicity. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's about it. That's all I have to say. You have any closing remarks, Jaden? Anything Ooga. to close off the podcast with? Ooga booga. Ooga booga.